Yeah. No, full shit. Hello, everybody. How, how's everyone doing today? It is uh, Monday, September 13th, uh, dating us. Back to episode, is this to 9 or 10 of Couch's Corner? It's been a bit since the fantasy draft. It's, it has been quite a little bit. We took a, a little bit of a, a hiatus. I had some important things to deal with. Uh, but we are back in full swing. It is week one of the NFL has pretty much finished up. We got one more game left: the Monday Night of the Ravens and the Raiders. Uh, my fantasy week not going as well as your fantasy week, there, Dan the Beef. <laughs> how, <laughs> no, how, 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 how have you been doing, Dan? How, how are you? Well, I won the matchup. The first week matchup we played each other, so that worked out. So if you picked, uh, if you picked. Team Dan for your fantasy, you're probably looking okay today. One and zero for you for sure, Dan. You put up 126.62 points. Uh, I'm sitting at a, a measly 85.76. Still got Tyson Williams. I'm starting tonight because the Ravens just been decimated by injuries lately. <laughs> the four ACL tears, yeah, uh, including three of the running backs. I mean, he bring in Le'Veon Bell, they bring in Latavius Murray, they, they bring in, who else did they sign? Another big name, I'm forgetting. Uh, Freeman. Yeah, Devontae Freeman. Uh, so, I still got Tyson Williams. Maybe he puts up a 40-burger, and I, I'd come back, but uh, <laughs> doubtful. I think Dan's got me. Uh, I can totally see him getting had... a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, there's a reason that uh, I picked him up even with before Gus Edwards got uh, got picked up. Or, sorry, got hurt. Uh, I knew that they'd run that two running back system anyway, so I thought Tyson Williams would be a good uh, good bet. And it's a shame that Gus the Bus got uh, got hurt, but Tyson Williams kind of the man right now. They were impressed with him in the preseason, so I'm going with him and my flex, I think. And you never know. I mean, at least put up a respectable number for for future weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Championship isn't one in week number one, uh, but no. you know we can we can look forward to to better better weeks. I mean, I just ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah, so it's Gronkowski with 21, CeeDee Lamb with 16.4, Dak Prescott, 28. That's basically That it. could have been more. Henderson I think Lamb great. dropped. Yeah, uh, Lamb, Lamb, almost there too. Uh, otherwise, I don't know, respectable all around. Everything was over eight points. So. Hey, Henderson, guy, yeah, shout out to him too. He uh, he had a hell of a game last night, the, the nightcap on Sunday. Uh, I thought it was maybe you see a little bit of Sony Michelle, but I guess McVay was right. He still needs to learn the playbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Henderson, Henderson had most of the bulk of the carries and, and ran ran pretty well. Uh, so did David Montgomery. He had ripped off that forty yarder right off the bat. Uh, shout out to him. He hit the over fifty three and a half. But yeah, uh, yeah Henderson, Henderson, it was great for you and. You know, I, I had respectable outings from Jalen Hurts, put up uh, 28 on the Falcons. Tyreek uh, helped out the, the Chiefs with the comeback against the, the Browns. And Chris Godwin did all right the Thursday nighter. But everyone else, I mean, Adams, I mean, the whole pack kind of shit the bed. Um, had Kareem Hunt on the bench. That's going to be a tough start each week. But uh, you know what? Onwards and upwards, make some adjustments and uh, get back to one and one next week. Yeah, we're going to be talking about these players as we recap every game, letting you know what trends we like, letting you know what players are going to look like in the future, help you out, maybe get you a nice wire, maybe help you pick between two players. So we should just jump into that right now. Which game do you want to start with, Connor? 
Oh, goodness. Well, we might might as well start with the season opener. I think it's been a little bit since we talked. So it's uh, we've got a lot to recap, really. We had the, the Cowboys and the Bucks. If we can even remember that, we had such a hectic day of football yesterday. It seems like that's been a, a month ago. Yeah. But uh, Dak, Dak looked good through a ton more than I thought he would have. He's 42 of 58 for 403 and three tutties. Uh, didn't have quite the zip that it used to have, but he was placing the ball perfectly. It, it almost uh, almost looked like when Peyton Manning lost his zip and he was just throwing it here, throwing it there, to places that, that only his players could catch. And uh, I thought they would try to establish the run a little bit more. Zeke only getting uh, 11 carries total. Uh, didn't do anything with those carries. Uh, maybe, maybe that was just their game plan. They knew that the Bucks have a, a stout front seven. Thought they could attack with the, through the air. But uh, which they did. I mean, they did a great job. It was such back and forth uh, game, and I don't think we could have asked for a, a better season opener. Yeah, I was really surprised with how well the offenses clicked. Uh, but I guess defenses take longer to get ready in the NFL as opposed to the CFL, where defenses are king and offenses sputter. But uh, Elliot, I think this is going to be this his toughest game of the year. So I hope he's better. Either way, I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. There's a lot better running backs under him I would have taken. Um, you call him Mr. Winch over here. Yeah. But the passing I was really, really keen on because I really wanted CD in a lot of the leagues I was in. I got that. Um, but Cooper, uh, I have Cooper in some, but. Uh, popped off. Yeah, really did pop off. But he got 16 targets. CD Lamb had 15 targets, so. Gallup the getting same. hurt. Gallup got hurt, by the way. So just expect more. Ex- expect more of the same. Um, tight ends. More more yeah. Tight ends I wouldn't touch yet. Um, if you can buy Elliot cheap, do that. If you have Pollard, hold him. Maybe Elliot is oh. actually <laughs> Hold him. Hold the line. Yeah. yeah, he looked uh, He looked a little small. To me. I don't know if that's just me remembering things weird. I thought I feel like he was maybe a little more bulky uh, years prior. He's shed some. No, Zeke. I think it felt like he or it looked like he was maybe tried to get lighter or something. He looked smaller than he has in previous years. But yeah, I'm gonna guess. I don't know. If that... The word is he kept getting fit and ready for the year. I think because Pollard actually went right. off in like the last four weeks. So right, he's probably getting worried. But sure, it also didn't help that uh, Zach Martin was out. Uh, I mean, your your best lineman out for that game, especially against that front seven. So, I mean, it is week one. Got to give him a pass. But, uh, you know, if you have that start your studs mentality, sometimes you got to throw that by the wayside. You know, if even uh, Saquon Barkley this week, you know, he was getting these back in from his ACL and he had a bunch of carries for a whole lot of nothing. Uh, so, some, you know, sometimes just got to look at the matchups. Not always start your studs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tampa Bay now. The champs. Tom Brady played a Looked lot better good. than I thought he would have. Every, I mean, does every he year look I think it's going to be the year. No, every every year I'm like, eh, this is the year. Even last time yeah, he played for the Patriots, he played garbage. I don't know. It's, it's this team's rejuvenated him. I think they're too good. It's it's insane. Yeah, but it, honestly, Tom Brady looks like he's he's MVP form. Just just unbelievable. Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, all clicking. Uh, Mike Evans didn't uh, do too, too much. Um, but, you know, that's, he can be hit and miss. I mean, he can pop off for a couple games, but, uh, you know, three yard, or three receptions, 24 yards. Uh, playoff Lenny had that cost him with one interception because it went right through his mitts. Um, 
but yeah, just just Timmy Brady uh, dissecting the Cowboys defense, which isn't so hard to do. But I mean, when when you're already Tom Brady, I mean, just make it look so so easy. And uh, the, the the dagger that he, with a minute forty five left on the clock, way too much time. He knew he he that face is just so memeable. Yeah, he's uh, knows how to win for sure. Uh, speaking of those three receivers, so Brown, Godwin, Evans. Hard to predict every week, but I think Godwin's going to be at the 10 targets per game, Brown and Evans at five on in a normal game. Sure. This is just a shootout. So uh, play those accordingly. <clears throat> Evans is boomer bust, I think, this year. Brown, yeah. He he's a huge boom guy, but he gets enough targets. If you're in a three three wide receiver starting league, he's a good start. Otherwise, I would look at some more consistent players. Uh, and that's coming from me. I, I sat Brown, but that was for Cooper Cup and Keenan Allen, and they still did pretty well. Absolutely, absolutely, Cup. I was hearing all last night how this, him and Stafford are like butt buddies and they're just like sharing <laughs> breakfast together and they're just like all all on the same page and uh, unfortunately i was more robert woods on instead of cooper cup this year uh, yeah. on my picks but uh, it i mean it does look like cups the guy i think i think Antonio brown might get a uh, a little bit bumps in 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 targets i i, I have a feeling brady really really likes him. He, he brought him in personally kind of thing and i think uh ab's maybe matured a little bit you think where he's just almost back to the, that Hall of Fame style uh, in, in Pittsburgh. I don't know about mature. I can't speak for that personally. <laughs> but he, he looks like he's primed. He he looks yeah, like he, he looks brown. So he, he looks good. So I mean, just one more weapon for the the reigning champs, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, and then I think it, you're right because Gronk, I think, took a lot of his targets, which is probably never happening again this year. He already had his game. So uh, two tutties, eight targets. Caught all eight for ninety yards and two touchdowns. That's he, it's he did have over seventy percent of the um, tight end snaps, even with Cameron Bray and OJ Howard. Ooh. So that is a really good sign. If you're someone that ha- has Gronk, maybe he's on the waiver wire for your league. Some some spots. I know I, I in the lead that we're in. You you and I, Connor, I picked yeah. him up in the last round, Gronkowski, the second last round or something. And yeah, absolutely. Just... And if you're in, in shallower leagues, maybe you could definitely see if he's on the wa- waiver wire because he was de- definitely down there on, on draft day. Um, probably with the tight end position, how it is, probably a hot pickup this week. So if you got one of those waivers uh, early, uh, early waivers, uh, yeah, why not go go pick him up if you if you're really struggling for a tight end? I, I mean, I know I. I'm rethinking Robert Tunyon after week one with the Packers. So, you know, I kind of wish I had Gronk in my lineup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then the running back position, if you can avoid the Bucks, I'll tell you it's that. It's going to be a carousel. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's for net. I mean, Ronald Jones fumbled, didn't see the, the field the rest of the game. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know if it's going to be like. for net. Yeah. It's, it's just such a, a crapshoot. Even Bernard. Yeah. I, three targets so he was on the field for at least who knows how many that was uh yeah, at the end of the game i think with that final drive that he, he came in because Fournette already had that one that one went through his mitts for the interception jones already fumbled so i think bruce arians was like okay geo get get the fuck in there and don't drop the ball 
Yeah, so it's 49ers all over again here. So Yeah, it's going to be tough. Tough to – yeah, it, unless you're really in a pickle, probably be stay away from, from these guys. Yeah, so 15 more games to go. <laughs> so that's – we should probably head to the Perfect. next one. Which one do you want to go next? Uh, okay. Let's head down to well, – let's, we'll, we'll talk, talk a little bit about the Texans-Jaguars. Okay. It's right beneath them. Yeah. That one surprised me a lot. Yeah, I mean, I I was on the the fence. I I was leaning more Jags than Texans. I I was going in the season, you know, Watson's a a distraction. Uh, How, like, I couldn't hardly even name a a handful of Texans without really thinking about it. And I think I was just maybe caught up in the hype of, hey, Trevor Lawrence coming to save the Jaguars. And uh, boy, did the Texans prove most of us wrong. Yeah. put up 37 on the Jags. Tyrod Taylor looked like he can finally ball. Thankful, I'm so happy he's getting a, a chance because of that whole lung puncture thing with the Chargers last year. Mark Ingram looked really good. Uh, I mean, got to give credit where credit's due. The Texans looked good. Lawrence looked, you know, for the most part, looked like a quarterback, but also looked like a quarterback that was uh, having his first NFL game. Yeah, I watched a good amount of that game, and there was a whole lot of drops. Lawrence could have looked a whole lot better. They could have at least had a chance in that game, but it was just constant sure. punts and then like sixty-yard bombs from Tyrod to Cooks, and it just it got out of hand. I really thought Houston was going to be one of those zero and sixteen possible teams just because of the Definitely. nonsense going on. Um, but the most surprising thing when I was looking at back at this game was the target share for. Uh, the Jaguars, because he did have 51 passes. DJ Chart, right. the guy that was like apparently not even going to play, got 12 targets, only caught three of them, it's however. Uh, Marvin Jones looks like, well, he looked great. Probably should have kept passing to him, uh, but only caught five out of nine. Chenault the same way, seven out of nine. Uh, the running game is what I'd be worried about, fantasy-wise. Uh, Carlos Hyde seemed to have outperformed Robinson in this game. Um, but it, receivers, it, let's wait and see. Sure. Yeah, it, it was it was strange. Like, again, I don't know if they weren't trying to establish any kind of run game. It's, it's not like they both played poorly. The Hyde out carry, like, out-touched uh, James Robinson. He had nine carries for 44 yards, and James Robinson had five carries for 25 yards, both sitting around that, that five-yard per carry mark. I just don't think they really tried to establish the run that, that much. Uh, obviously, with Lawrence throwing 51 attempts, I guess that's kind of what Urban Meyer's uh, going after. Um, I hope... Like, I, I'm a big James Robinson guy. I was actually kind of surprised that Hyde got that many carries, and it is worrying because I do have him in, in a, a league or two. Um, but let's hope going forward, maybe they try to change it up. It was a different game plan. Uh, but yeah, I think probably... DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chanel. Dan, do you do you start any of these guys next week? Uh, remind me who they play. Oh, uh, boy. <clears throat> okay, they play Denver, so no, I do not. <laughs> Denver's got a nice stout defense. And Justin they're going Sims. to have to Sorry. pass, though, so if you have to start, start a Corey Davis, start a Marvin Jones, start DJ, start LaVisca. You're going to get yards, 
and probably opportunities because I, if you have Robinson, it's probably bad news for you. They're probably going to be down early. Yeah, it's going to be a negative game script for the running backs. That's for sure. Yeah. Now, the on the flip side there, the flip the cushion, the Texans, they're going up against the Browns coming up next week. Give me a lot tough, uh, tougher game. Uh, the way for sure. Texans played was, I think, the way they always played, but with a less talented quarterback. Uh, I think they established to run a lot more because of that, but it also could have been because Jackson was just god-awful stopping it. Mark Ingram sure. is the guy to own. 26 Definitely rushes. 26. <laughs> One yeah, I really thought I saw it more. Philip Lindsay. Yeah, he's still got eight eight carries, but uh yeah, twenty six. That's a definitely a big indicator of, of how they're gonna be running the ball coming up. Yeah. Uh if you kept track of the Texans at all before when they did have Watson, it was always launch the ball to Cooks or Will Fuller, and you'd have uh Kiki Cootie or something down low. Um it's the same situation now, but I think with Farrell Brown, uh Brandon Cooks and yeah. then you probably have Nico, Danny Amendola there down low. So if you're someone yeah, that owns shout Cooks. Out Danny yeah, you got a big touchdown there. I was surprised. Uh, but Brandon Cooks, for someone that owns him, uh, expect just big plays. I think he's really taking over the Will Fuller role. And he's just going to have those long catches. Yeah, like Maybe. if they don't connect, then. Yeah. That it could be like a an iffy day for him, but you could also have that absolute monster day that he just had. With, even though he didn't uh, didn't even have a touchdown, 132 yards. You know, so one of those could go for a house call, and then you're just looking at a monster day. So it's you got to prepare if you're playing cooks. You got to prepare for hey, it could be a goose egg, but it could also really pay off for you. Yeah. So he's the one you should be looking at. If Mark if Mark Ingram's on the waiver wire. Might as well take him on your bench and see how he does next week. Absolutely. It's going to be tough with the the Browns, but uh, you never know. You just never know. A couple punches. Just see, see, see the touch differential. He's not going to do well against the Browns. Uh, I really think they should have beat KC. They did it. It was really well well coached. First touchdown they got, they went for two. And it was just a whole they – sh- they should have won, but it, it was just the better team won in the end. Um. Yeah. Anyways, what I was gonna say, if Mark Ingram still has the touches, keep him on your bench. Keep him ready for those positive matchups. Absolutely. What game right. do you want to touch? We just touched on the the Browns Chiefs. Do you want to skip down to there? Absolutely. So Browns right. Chiefs what? four o'clock games yeah. coming. One one of the best games. I I watched this one in in full. Uh, well, obviously, one of the, the highlights of the, uh, the week with this matchup. Repeat of the AFC Championship. And, uh, boy, I, I think the Browns deserved a little better. Yeah. Uh, they they played a hell of a game. They, they controlled a lot of the clock. I mean, Mahomes didn't even get the ball. The first uh, the first drive, I think, they chewed up like seven minutes. It was, it was crazy. And Chubb ran well. Hunt ran well. Baker you know, he had that one pick, but yeah, uh, through 21 of 28. Uh, and sorry, my, I think my, uh, my earphones are going up. Can you talk for a second? Just yeah. So, okay. We're good. The, <laughs> the Browns you. are who we thought they were. The running team, 
Let's see. 21, 22, 24. They ran 26 times with six different players. Uh, way less receptions. I'm not going to bother counting. Their top receiver was Njoku. Is it Njoku yeah, season finally? I think maybe if I, it could be. I mean, he got uh, he got some deep looks. He connected uh, quite often. He, I think he actually probably ran more routes than Hooper and Bryant, from what I saw. Um, when you're you're also dealing with the Browns, I think that's going to be their thing is is chewing up clock and and running the ball well. They have a, such a stout offensive line, though one of their O lines did go down hurt, get a card off. So we'll see how how that man is. I can't remember his name unfortunately right now, but. Uh, Baker was looking good, hit the spots that he needed to. The guy that stuck out to me, Anthony Schwartz, uh, a guy that could potentially be a big play uh, receiver for them. Uh, really speedy, had three catches for 69 yards, had a couple uh, jet sweeps from behind uh, the line of scrimmage. Uh, really looked like a playmaker. Maybe keep him on your radar going forward. Uh, Nick Chubb did Nick Chubb things. He, he ran extremely well. Uh, caught a couple balls. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, like the the one the one play that sticks out to me it was it just it just can't happen as the punter, unfortunately, uh, mishandling that snap in their own end with uh, not too much time left to go and giving Mahomes excellent excellent field position to basically come back and win that game. It just I hate to see it that that's how they. They pulled it off because if, if he gets that clean punt off and it's a, it's a boomer down there and they start at like the 30, Browns might be able to keep him from scoring. Um, so that's unfortunate. But, they, I mean, the Browns also did get a chance to, to, to win the game at the end there. So, I mean, you know, take it, as, take it or leave it. Yeah, they're going to have to work on their passing game. Even in a game where it was close, which this really might be one of their only games uh, being this close and having to pass – and being able to pass on a Chiefs defense that's really not as good as the rest of his of their division. Steelers, yeah. Baltimore, I would still say has better defense. Bengals, I guess, are are here to play, so we'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, if they're not passing now, I, I would skip on every receiver on Cleveland, even Obdell Beckham. Yeah, just I'm not even sure I trust Baker. He's more like a game manager, I guess, rather than a guy that's going to really get it done for you especially in those late uh real games getting it done yeah but uh fantasy wise i mean he threw for 321 but that's probably because he had to keep up with the the chiefs i know they went for it on fourth down quite often just trying to keep the pedal to the metal um but yeah it's just it's going to be a nick job show a kareem hunt and then i guess maybe in joku going forward if he can run that tight end but yeah i mean jarvis landry and odell are going to be Hit and miss a little bit more often than not, so uh, it's far hard to confidently play those guys. Uh, but you never know what's going to happen with the Browns. Maybe they just uh, they, the defense is swarming, and uh, they get some points out of that. I don't know. You never know. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then you got the Chiefs on the other hand, who will always pass no matter what game situation they're in, and we know they're. Yeah. They're uh, top two catchers, Tyreek and Kelsey. 
can't 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 do anything to stop those guys. I'll be eleven for one ninety seven in a tutty, and then six for seventy six in two tutties. I you know it's gonna it's going to them, but you just can't you can't stop it. Like, no matter what, they they find a way to get open. Mahomes hits them, or like the one to Hill. I think the I can't remember who was guarding Hill, but he was just looking at Hill. He didn't turn his head at all. Mahomes sees that, so I'm just gonna throw it to where I know Hill's looking, and got the guy all in a blender, and deuces were up. See you later. Yeah. There's Tyreek, 197. Just so so fun to watch, but so so good, and that's the reason why those guys are basically back end the first round or start of the second round if you're lucky. Yeah, I was pretty high on someone like Nicole Hardman because he was supposed to be the new wide receiver too in the Sammy Watkins spot, get the targets. But it's a real clusterfuck of players getting under three targets here on this team, just whoever's open if Hill and Kelsey are not. Edwards Hilaire was actually the third best receiver on the team, and he did, really didn't have a great day either. So, now he ran for 43 yards, 3.1 average, and caught a couple, yeah, three balls for 29. So, just going to show like Hardman, three for 19. Marcus Robinson's there. You caught one ball for nine yards. Byron Pringle's still there. He's one yard or one catch for six yards. So, those guys are nice because they're, they're in such an explosive offense, but it's explosive offense. It's only through those two guys, and that's all we really need. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully Edwards Hilaire has some better games ahead. This this is probably gonna be one of the Chiefs tougher games for the year. So definitely keep your eye on Hilaire. He's an excellent RB two. Even flex if you're lucky enough. So keep an eye there. Uh look for the good matchups. I I still think it's a good breakout year for him. Yeah, I think so. I think there's a reason they spent a, a first round pick on him. And uh a running back tied to such a good offense, so you got to imagine that the better games are ahead for sure. Alrighty, give me one next. Oh boy, let's go to one that kind of surprised me a little bit. Let's go to the Eagles Falcons. Yeah, I I thought this game was going to be heavily offensive based. I, I didn't think the Eagles did too much to bolster their their de- defense. No, the Falcons defense, not so good, to, but they still got Matty Ice. They got Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts on his rookie debut. Uh, they brought in Mike Davis. So they're definitely not hurting for weapons, but only managed to get six points against the Eagles. Dan, I had Matt Ryan as one of my locks of the week for oh, uh, over one and a half touchdowns. Through for 20, 21 completions, 35 attempts, 164 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. They just couldn't get anything going. Yeah, I would have been okay with that too. Like, the Eagles don't have, or I guess I thought didn't have one of the better defenses. Uh... I mean, is this is this the Falcons' offense being bad? They, they haven't gotten it together yet? Or is this a turn, a new leaf Eagles defense? Like, is. Are they turning the corner? That's it's a really good question. I I don't have the answer. When I was watching the game, I was like, oh, Mike Davis looks great. I should have drafted him in my leagues. And then I look at afterwards, it's like, oh, yeah, that was his only good run of the game. So <laughs> the running game really isn't helping. You have Corderell Patterson as your best for some reason. Um, uh, It's just very very strange situation. Like, you... 
Pitts really got eight targets. I think you got to throw a bit more to them. Do a, a Chiefs thing where you target your best guys. Yeah, you funnel uh, it through them. Yeah, like you don't always have to establish the run, especially with Matt Ryan, if you know he's not going to run. What's your play action going to do? What's yeah. like, What's the the worry of a shotgun, right? Uh, I think this is more commending the Eagles' defense. They really had a stranglehold. I think the offense really did help too. So they took an early lead and they just kept on it. So they forced Falcons into mistakes and hopefully the Falcons come around. I would still absolutely start Pitts and Ridley unless they fall off a cliff. Mike Davis is a great uh, flex, but I think Patterson is also someone to look at on the waiver wire just in case someone gets hurt. He already has nine, or was it seven touches? Yeah, 54 yards. Yeah. And Mike Davis, who's not even that big of a receiving back, had six targets. So all those would go to him if something happens. That's for sure. Yeah. Not like the Eagles, on the other hand, where the running back room is pretty tough. It's, it's going to be like a, like a Buffalo Bill situation, I think. Where, oh, really? Yeah, where the, the quarterback's too much of a threat to score on his own. Uh, right. Miles Sanders and is it Kenneth Gainwell? Yeah, Kenneth Gainwell yeah, yeah. are both pretty much neck and neck. Sanders had too much trouble. I think it was years past being a pass catcher, so he really lost his all every down roll. Uh, so this really yeah. brought Gainwell into it, and I don't think he's going to be going away soon, even though I did like Sanders that day. He he had some really good runs, looked solid. It's just too yeah, tough. Yeah, I mean, 4.9 carries average, and Gainwell, no slouch himself. He he ran for a good chunk, 9 for 37. They both caught a couple balls out of the outfield. Or out of the outfield, <laughs> from the backfield. <laughs> Sorry, baseball, the Jays, the Jays are doing so well. I got in the back of the line at all times. <laughs> but you're you're absolutely right. Dalen Hurts, I mean, ran seven times, 62 yards, and is a threat to go at any point as well. So it's uh, it's going to be a little hard to trust going forward. But, uh, I mean, they're putting up 32. If they keep this this up, I mean, Devontae Smith looks pretty great. Jalen Ragor looks good. Uh, Goddard looks good. I mean, this Eagles team, if people forget, you know, they did just go to the Super Bowl. They have some new pieces. But, I mean, heck. Why not? Why not another big dick Nick kind of run? Yeah. Yeah, the receivers, he, he did a great job of passing around. I'll, tell, I'll, give, I'll give him that. So Hurst didn't have to rely on his tight ends like like his past quarterbacks did. He found his receivers. Um, who is going to be the guy at the moment, Devontae Smith? But we'll see what happens in the next few games. But I think... This is probably one of the easier matchups. Even sure, when... but it's definitely a building block uh, for for the the team. I mean, if you're an Eagles fan going into this game, you're probably had no idea what was gonna gonna happen. I think that you Eagles fans out there got to be over the moon on how you guys perform. Yeah, they got to really be enjoying that. I was I wasn't high on Hertz. I had a lot of other quarterbacks instead, um, but he's. I think he's going to be startable in uh, at least 10-person leagues. Uh, I don't know about eight, but it, 
eventually in an eight-person league, yes. He has the running. He is showing that he can pass. Let's see what happens when they play a defense. Yeah, it's true. I I'm I was in on Hurts, obviously. I, I punted quarterback uh, in our, our league here, so I grabbed Hurts a little later. But uh, so far, so good. I mean, I, I drafted him for that running ability. He put 62 up, but then obviously the, the pass yards and three pass touchdowns, uh, very nice to see. So hopefully they can build on that, keep it moving. How you doing? And hey, fly, Eagles, fly, gang, gang. <laughs> I, I just always think of that. Eagles fan hitting his hitting that pole running after the subway. <laughs> it's, just, it's just oh implanted in my That's mind right. after that Super Bowl. An all timer. Like that guy still has no idea where he is. Just <laughs> didn't see it. Run right into it. Oh jeez. What an absolute legend. A Philly legend. I heard he actually got uh Philly cheesesteaks for life. That's a good deal. I'll do that. I'll do that for Philly cheesesteaks for life. <laughs> Lucky bugger. For sure. Uh, oh, okay, Dan, what's next? Let's do uh, my favorite game Panthers okay. Jets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dan, you might have to uh, carry this one a little bit. I did not see much of this game. All right. So, Panthers were up to an incredibly early lead, and I think just let the Jets back into it for some reason. So, uh, McCaffrey had his usual 20 plus touches, tons of targets. Um, the thing we're going to have to see is how Darnold really just targeted McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Um, he's got an awesome bunch of other teammates. Like even Dan Arnold's good too. Uh, he targeted Terrace Marshall, one of the best receivers out of this draft. And I think, well, could it be one of the more talented ones? Is he going to produce as Rookie of the Year? Probably not now. Um, and Robbie Anderson, just one catch. Uh, fortunately, it was a touchdown, but... Big, long one. Yeah, big, long one. Not not promising. If you're someone that owns McCaffrey and DJ Moore, you're, uh, you're thrilled about this. Really good stuff. Uh, yeah. Is their team good enough to compete? I don't know. They let the Jets back into it quite rapidly. Uh, anything else you want to talk about for the Panthers before I move on to the Jets? No, just, uh, I mean, run CMC, uh, 21 carries. You knew that was happening. The, the nine receptions, you know that's happening. Uh, the guy's going first overall in most of the fantasy drafts for a reason. And when he's healthy, he's showing you why. The guy's just an absolute monster. The, the most set-and-forget guy out there, just if you have him, just pray that he stays healthy. Yeah. Absolutely. So Jets really looked like dog shit, just constantly missing stuff. And then I guess it clicked. I don't know. Maybe Stan Darnold chirped the Jets. His old team, Robbie Anderson, got a touchdown, so they had to really step up and do stuff. Uh, The guy you want if you are looking at the Jets whatsoever is Corey Davis. Could be available for you. He was a real last last few rounds kind of guy in the drafts that I was trying to target. Two touchdowns, which I think was pretty lucky. Um, but the seven targets is good for even though like their game script was terrible because even though even if they have to pass that many times, it was a lot of three and outs to start. It was pretty awful. <clears throat> Came around in the end, uh started targeting Corey Davis and it really turned around for him. 
Uh, Braxton Berrios is a guy to look at in much deeper leagues as someone who's getting a ton of targets. But uh, that's really deep leagues. The Jets decide to spread the ball around as much as possible, which is probably really good to have for a rookie quarterback, trusting all the members of his team. They just got to play better as a unit, got to establish a good running game. They don't know who they're running yet. They have them all in. Yeah. I don't think that helps the team whatsoever. I think they need to go with one, no matter who it is. It's tough, especially with Mackay Becton getting carted off. I think he only has a high ankle sprain, thank goodness. Uh, so it should be like four to six or six to eight, but it's still obviously a big, big blow for, for them at the left tackle spot. Um, Tevin, like Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, Michael Carter. Yeah, you don't really know what you got. I, th- I would have thought they'd lean – a little towards Michael Carter, but uh, I guess the rookie's not exactly ready. Um, Corey Davis, again, you've touched on already. I mean, I, I had him going uh, over his target. 55 and a half was his yards, um, especially with, uh, gosh, Jamison Crowder was out. Um, so I felt confident about Corey Davis. Not enough confidence enough because I didn't have him in the league, left him on the bench, unfortunately. But, uh, again, yeah, I mean, it's the Jets, right, and a rookie quarterback. So, you know, do I feel confident starting them? Probably not. Uh, but, yeah, going forward, it does look like Corey Davis is definitely the guy. Had a great season last year in Tennessee and uh, now definitely the number one in New York. And if they're going to be down like that uh, in games going forward and Wilson's going to start feeding them, then, yeah, light up some Corey Davis. Yeah, it's nice when uh, coaches and the beat writers are all honest and – not making shit up like this next team we're going to talk about. Lay that sauce, Dan. Who are we talking about next? San Francisco and Detroit. <laughs> what a game. Yeah, so let's start with San Fran because that's who, who showed up in the first half. And then we'll go to the second half sure. of Detroit Lions. Absolutely. <clears throat> so Jimmy Garoppolo looked amazing out there. Uh, just slinging that ball around, but doing it efficiently. He only had 25 attempts in total. So 17 completed, 314 yards, and a touchdown. Um, We know the 49ers are a running team. That's no surprise. Um, We know Trey Lance wants to come in there. That could actually hurt the running backs in the end, but um, they run enough where they're still very good if you have the right guy. But that's the problem, getting the right guy for San Francisco. All summer they're cheering sermon oh my god this guy should start week one probably won't because there's a veteran in front of him makes sense monster was awesome guy awesome player but then gets inactive first week then monster gets hurt and then they have this guy elijah mitchell who he says after the game oh elijah mitchell and jay hasty just outperformed him by a mile in the camp which they really didn't watching the preseason, watching all that crap. They didn't do shit. He just likes to <laughs> fuck around, pick whoever the hell he wants. Um, but he, he did show his value. 19 rushes, 104 yards. Yeah. And then a touchdown. Yeah. So he, he uh, he's someone you're going to want on your waiver wire. No matter what position you are, just put him on there. You might have the Definitely. starting guy in San Fran, which is always – Christian McCaffrey rushing numbers. Maybe not the receiving aspect, but you're going to have that amount of rushes that you need. 
oh, they will they will just run the ball down your throat for sure. And uh, that I did have Mostert in a couple of leagues. This is a big blow to those leagues that I have him in. Uh, obviously, I thought he was going to be the guy. I mean, ran two for twenty. Uh, looked good at the start, but you know he, he's got that uh, injury proneness inside of him, and uh, already down. That's, that's a big blow. Uh, Trey Sermon being a healthy scratch was a little surprising, that's for sure, like like you had mentioned. And uh, they, they had him in the third round this year, Eli Mitchell uh, in the sixth round this year. And obviously, Mitchell does look like the guy. That uh, that toss crack that they threw, and uh, he scampered for like 60 yards. That guy's got wheels, absolute jets on the guy. So pick up some Eli Mitchell this week. Uh, definitely moving forward. He looks like he's number one for sure. And he... Even if he's not like their number one kind of, what, he's proven he's got he's got the juice. He's going to get those opportunities going forward. And right now, this guy's won it for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, pick him up. Uh, even Hasey, the other guy, Shout didn't out see much. Yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. He got uh, one carry and uh, maybe like a catch, I think. But speaking of catching, I mean, Debo Samuel popping off for 189 yards. And a touchdown. Uh, it was and, and, and a touchdown. Yeah, nine receptions. Him, him, and Kittle getting the work done. But uh, Debo looking, looking mighty, mighty fine. I actually didn't know. Did, was uh, Brandon Ayuk out? So here's the story about that. I'm not sure what 100 percent is true, but I know he did not play because either he wasn't ready, missed a lot of practice time. So that was the decision. Apparently, Sermon and him missed curfew or something, and. Oh, That's, that was the out, issue. Uh, in the Rickers. But that could be a Twitter rumor. All I know for sure is that either that or he didn't practice enough and Trey Sherman didn't impress. So this is all, of course, said after week one instead of, you know, before your preseason, any of that. Kyle Shanahan doesn't kill, care about your fantasy team. Uh, no, if you can find his running back, yeah, if you can find his running back, they're a bit more predictable than the Patriots were in the past. So it's not that big of a gamble. If you have the guy they want, I still think Sermon can come out. Um, someone that talented. He didn't move around quite a bit in, in university. Had to play four years. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know how all these beat writers can be wrong. But we'll see. I'm still going to hold on to him. I have him in like every league, I think. Because he was always my like yeah. fourth or fifth running back, just sit on the bench for the end of the year. I mean, maybe if he's missing curfew, he should be listening to the priest's sermon and uh, get back on it. Yeah, yeah, he's got to go to church. That was yeah. good. That was, that was a good one. Oh, Ayuk actually, what you returned a punt for seven yards. Good for him. <laughs> so, so he was active. They just didn't use him at all. Yeah, yeah, no, he was active. Uh, so, if you're looking at the receiving game, saying, "Oh, Debo Samuel got a must start." Pump the brakes. Ayuk's going to be back. Um, Kittle's going to be a huge in- influence on the games. He had a low game for him, actually. Set only 78 yards on four catches. Um, <clears throat> other than that... Running wild. Yeah. He, I, love, I love how he runs. I love how Kittle runs. Just yeah. He'd rather do the hitting rather than get hit, and he's just like screaming at... I think he charged four Lions at one point. Like that guy's just an absolute monster. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll get his fair share. Yeah, Debo is a good wide receiver three. Uh, Got to have on your bench. If you were lucky enough to be in a three-wide receiver start or you, your receivers were just dog shit and you had to start them, congrats. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah looking at someone else in our yeah. league. You know, I, so yeah, nice. I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, tough luck. Maybe next week. Yeah. Uh, now Detroit. Uh, I I just think San Fran was playing prevent defense and didn't prevent very well. Uh, but they are looking to be a nice fancy contributor. Uh, I liked what I saw when Swift was catching balls. So we got 11 targets. Yeah. If you're PPR and you ask Swift, I think he becomes a start. Um, I was worried about Jamal yeah. Williams, but even with his nine rushes, nine targets, Goff loves passing to his tight ends, loves passing to his running backs, loves passing to his big receivers. Uh, so when you have TJ Hawkinson, he's going to get lots of targets. He, he was a good buy. If you bought him this year, he's not going to be a free agent. It's not going to be easy to trade for. So only if you have him, is this a good thing for you? It's great. I saw, he looks so good. TJ Hawkinson, he was making the catches. He's playing tough and, uh, you're right about golf. I mean, look, just look at the, the reception numbers, the Hawkinson, Swift and Williams all sitting at eight. And then the actual receivers, no more than three. So just going to show out of the 57 attempts that Goff's been throwing, it's, it's going to those those guys. 30 targets uh, went to a running back or tight end. That's that's insane. One of the stars, uh, not even a backup. Let me see. There's probably a backup in there somewhere. Either way, you keep going. Yeah, it's, it's – I can see Darren Fells, but yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it's – the Lions are going to get scored on, and they're going to have this nice fantasy – Mashup where the defense is bad, but these guys were probably going to get points strictly from garbage time and, uh, you know, having to throw so positive game script. Um, and then the fact that Swift and Williams are that heavily involved in the passing game is just makes them potential starts in the RB or like Williams in the flex. I have no qualms with at all. Yeah, they probably won't get as many yards as they did with uh, this game. We'll see. Are they the best in the NFC North right now? I don't know. I think statistically, I think they're first. <laughs> Probably are with the, <laughs> with the points. Uh, so yeah, which, I think they are. Yeah. Let's move on to another game. You have a lot of games to go still. Yeah, let's, uh, we'll try to bullet point. You know, let's, let's do the Seahawks-Colts. We'll get it out of the way. I'll take one sip before I... <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, let's start with go. the Seahawks because I wasn't impressed with the Colts. Sure. Uh, so obviously, I watched that game in its entirety. was was very, very happy. I was kind of nervous going into that game uh, in Indy for sure. Didn't know how Carl Wentz was going to throw. Uh, didn't know how Jonathan Taylor's going to. I thought he was going to run all over us. Uh, but Russ did his thing, throwing for four touchdowns, only five incompletions. Uh, Chris Carson ran the ball hard, ran the ball well. Uh, obviously, Lockett got easily open on a couple uh, long balls there from Wilson. Um, Metcalf didn't really get too oriented into the offense until later on, but still made his mark with uh, 60 yards and a touchdown. Um, I was more impressed, honestly, the uh, the Seahawks D kind of bottling up Jonathan Taylor. I thought he was going to run for 100 in the touchdown easy, but uh, 17 carries for him, 56 yards, 3.3 average. So they went through the air a little bit more. Wentz through 88, or 88, 38 times, 251 yards, two touchdowns. Honestly, Wentz did look all right. He looked pretty good. He was making his throws. I think Indy has a, a good 
it was a good start for them in the Wentz era. Uh, but just going to show if you got Russell Wilson, it's uh, you're looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of receivers that only pass to uh, their running backs, or quarterbacks only pass to their running backs, Taylor and Hines combined for 15 targets and uh, 12 receptions. The rest, that's just awful. Like, what do you... I guess Zach Pascal God, had yeah. five, or two for a touchdown. But that was like, it. yeah, it was only in the end zone that he was really getting the looks. I mean, Pittman, I, I almost looked invisible out there. I didn't notice him too much. I thought you think he's going to be that guy that wants to make the next step because Ty is out, yeah. uh, and they drafted him pretty high. He's got that that uh, pedigree, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Like, can you start Pittman in your lineup? Probably not. Like, I gotta, no. I would start Taylor. I potentially, if in a PPR, you start Hines. He he was used quite often, and uh, he's definitely going to be their, their pass catcher back. I mean, even Taylor could like, caught six balls. But I don't think you can start a wide receiver or a tight end on this team. I thought they'd be a, a lot better of a team, especially on defense. Like Lockett is always a boom bust, and he was the boom. He like you got one job: make sure Lockett doesn't go in the end zone. Uh, Metcalf, they contained him somehow, but maybe it's because Locke was open so much. But I don't know. It was, it was, yeah, it was strange to me that Indy sucks so badly. They, they were uh, one of my uh, contenders for the playoffs this year. And I don't know. Hopefully they step up. They, they do look like they're built to win for sure. And I mean, they're hoping once turns into that MVP candidate that he had before he tore his ACL and I mean, they got they got the guys maybe it's just one week I'm not too sure but uh, I mean the Seahawks did ha- handle it pretty pretty fairly I mean it's a 12 point win but uh, it was never really in doubt no and uh, usually he, he likes his tight ends and he did not target Doyle enough in my opinion so let's see what no, happens I, I don't know yeah that could have been Bobby Wagner bottle him up I, I don't know but uh yeah, week week one not the greatest for Indy. Uh, let's hope they they get things going because they are a fun team to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, haven't mentioned kickers. Rodrigo Blankenship could be dropped this week, so if he's someone that's there for you, pick him up. He will have a lot sure. better days to come. He's a very good kicker on a good offense. So, have hey, shout out Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah, good. and the glasses. <laughs> Little gogs, the thick frame. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't think he missed a field goal last year. I think it was like it was on point. I, I'm pretty sure he didn't miss, and they still brought in another kicker for competition. <laughs> yeah, so he he's raring to go. Yeah. He's ready. He already faced competition. For, unfortunately, not yeah. in the field goal range for this game, but he will be there next game for you. Let's Definitely. move to Chargers. And Washington football team. Sounds good. Uh, I've watched a little bit of this game, but not too, too much. Uh, I mean, Herbert, probably the beginning and the ending of the Chargers. Uh, the guy's an absolute monster. Uh, 337, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Austin Eckler ran the ball 15 times, 57 yards, but can't forget Larry Roundtree. Is he related to Shaft? Probably. Yeah, eight, eight got eight carries as well, kind of cutting into to Eckler a little bit. Um, but I mean, Keenan Allen doing his thing. Mike Williams, he got he got a lot of pump this preseason. He's he was looking good. Eight receptions, eighty two yards, and a touchdown. Uh, 
the Washington football team, unfortunately, lost Ryan Fitzpatrick to a hip injury. He's going to be out for six to eight weeks, I think I heard today. So in comes T- Taylor Heineke. Heineke? I can't remember how to pronounce it, but hey, he had that hell of a, a playoff game last year, showed that he can ball. Didn't play too bad, did he, Dan? Uh, this game he wasn't the best, I'll tell you that. Oh. Unfortunately, Uh-oh. Gibson probably was at fault for the actual loss in the end because he fumbled in his own own uh, area of the field. But um, in this game, without Fitzpatrick, I would downgrade all of the Washington receivers, including Logan Thomas. Unfortunately, it's too bad for McLaurin. He was promised yeah. big things. Uh, Gibson, I think, gets he had some great usage. Keep on him if you drafted him. He's not going to be available for you. Um, he actually got the receiving work too, which is a worry for JD McKissick. So I just dropped him actually. Um, if you see that he's questionable, it is just because he had a shoulder bruise in the game and they didn't practice today. Them or the Giants, cause they play on Thursday. Uh, they have, they basically guessed like what would the injury report look like for that game. And that, that's what they published. So if you see his question, well, don't panic. He should be good to go for Thursday as well as Saquon. But we'll talk about that that one after. Um, hey, shout, out, shout out to you, Dan, for, for calling that. <laughs> so Eckler actually uh, was, I guess, hurt all week, didn't practice. So I think that's why Roundtree was playing. Um, and Eckler actually got zero receptions, zero targets, actually. Um, so I think that that's pretty strong. Yeah, that could have been with the injury. Uh, so if you can buy him low, buy him low now. Even though he did get a touchdown, that probably ruins the value. But if you have Eckler, stick with him. Be ready for some good things to come. Michael Williams also. You can probably grab him for free in free agency. Uh, don't waste a waiver. Save that for the San Fran running back. There you go. Smart. Hey, smart off, Dan. Smart. <laughs> I, uh, also feel to mention uh, Curtis Samuel was placed on IR as well. So it kind of, kind of again, Terry McLaurin. I, I, he's so good. He deserves better. <laughs> I thought Curtis Samuel would take out some some looks off of him, uh, try to open him up. But now that he's on IR, it's, it's just he's him and Thomas like the only guys. And with Fitzpatrick now out, it's just the all momentum that the Washington Football Team had going into the season. The field has come to a grinding halt. Yeah, if he was your wide receiver one, downgrade him to a two, at least probably a three. He's still sure. playable because they're going to have to pass. They're going to have to do stuff. He's their guy. They don't have much else. Yeah. Logan Thomas is, is already, was he 32 or I think he's older. But he yeah, is he's not, up there. He's also not the best. So 30. their guy is McLaurin. Don't, don't stress. That's not why I said that, but just downgrade your expectations. It, it could be more scary than Terry coming up, but we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good one too. Okay, let's move on. To next game. Okay, uh, why don't we do Steelers Bills? That's what that was I was going to say. Matchup. Good defensive matchup right there. Real defensive. It was, I think, ten nothing at half for the Bills, and Pittsburgh had all of fifty-four yards total offense. It was the Bills were shutting them down. The Bills didn't do too too much either. The Steelers uh, D, you know, they actually looked pretty good. T.J. Watt had that uh, forced fumble. 
I mean, he was telling the agents to get out of the way. He told all the Buffalo Bills to get out of the way. I'm getting that ball. Uh, Both teams defensively looked great. Uh, Offensively, going to need a little bit of work, but that could be just because of these defenses are so good. Yeah, two very good defenses. I think Bills, I can't remember the rostering, but Steelers, for for some reason, weren't being picked. I think it was because the projections, people were at projections too much. But don't forget about last year where they were the the best defense in football. They carried their team to, was it 10-0 or 9-0? 11-0. and 11-0, Jesus. And yeah. like the offense was the one that sputtered when usually it's the opposite. So we're, we're back to the hard-nosed Steelers that you know and love way back in the the uh oh my how do I forget his name? Paul Curry days and the, yeah the Steel Curtain oh, before oh, that. Yeah. So back where the defenses really shined and then you just need a a viable quarterback. Um I don't know. Ben is is it Ben? I don't think so. I think this could be his last year though, because of how bad this offensive line is. Sure. The Steelers fans say, Oh, they're just young, but you you can't feed them to the dogs like this. They're going to play people like like some of the best lo- defensive linemen in the world, like Aaron Donald. Uh who's the one on Chicago? I can't remember his name. Mac. Yeah, clearly like what do you expect them to do? They're just going to get totally annihilated, totally down on themselves. Like you need to have some veteran presence on your team. I know they don't like signing free agents for some reason, but you y- you can't have rookies do that you, you do that for quarterbacks all the time make sure they have a veteran in front of them do that for for these important positions like your offensive line like your Najee harris looked terrible out there but just because of that too roethlisberger sure. can get the ball clear to anybody yeah uh, if the only one i like the only one i liked and the only one i liked before drafts was was deontay johnson and he is who i thought he was so if you yeah, have him, what, ten targets or something, yeah. five or seven, got that uh, touchdown, and he was is hurt for a little bit too. I think he's out for a couple of series. Yeah, and he was, yeah. So that's classic Deontay. But targets equals value in this offense, and Deontay is the one to own. Claypool is hit or miss, especially with that O line. But they're gonna have easier matches. Um, so take one, one of the greatest salts. Yeah. Sorry, just piggy- piggybacking off of uh, you and the, the, the defense that they have to deal with. I mean, they do have to play the Browns, and they do have to play the Ravens twice per year. And I do know the Ravens blitz more than any other team in the NFL. It's like 83% of the time or something, uh, something crazy like that. So that O-line is really going to have to hold up when you got these massive, like Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney and the Browns. you got to deal with those two. They sandwiched Mahomes at one point this past uh, weekend. So... It's gonna be it's gonna be tough sledding if they can't keep. Uh, I know Ben's like six six, so just a massive dude, but you know he's he's up there in age and just eh, you got to hold him up. Him and Harris, I mean, sixteen carries, forty five yards. Ben was running a little bit, and yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. I shout out to their D, really helped them win that game. I thought the Bills were gonna win that game. Uh, really not looking good for. Last in the AFC North at the moment, <laughs> my my hot take. But uh, we'll we'll find out how they uh, play. It was a hell of a game to watch. Really inter- entertaining, even though it was so defensive. 
Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited to, to see what Deontay Johnson especially can keep doing because I have him. Yeah, and now the Bills quick. Not, not a lot we can talk about with them. We know who they are. So Josh Allen is playing like that top three quarterback in the league, even fantasy-wise. Um, the running backs, fortunately for Singletary, if you kept track of that, Zach Moss was inactive. I still don't know yeah. why. Um, but that maybe Matt Breida. Yeah, Matt Breida was in there. Um, Isaiah McKenzie, I think that's his name. Isaiah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. yep. Uh, and then, so Singletary had eleven rushes, good enough for seventy-two, which is actually really good for him. He he did look like he was moving. Like I remember watching last year, he just kind of tried to get to the edge, wasn't making too move, so many moves, and uh, I watched him. He looked like he had a little bit of juice there. So maybe that's what they're seeing, and they just want to go with the Singletary show. Uh, but well, I guess we'll find out. Moving on, you always got to worry about Josh Allen running in too. He had uh, uh, nine carries, running straight up the gut, getting hit quite often actually. Yeah, uh, maybe slide it. Yeah, first game he can't be doing that. Playoffs, sure. No. Uh, and then, once again, keep an eye, if you're a Singletary owner, keep an eye on Zach Moss. If he's back, try waiting and seeing what happens before you start him, expecting the same result, because we don't know the exact split yet. Hey, maybe it's Singletary's time. Maybe he won it. Maybe Zach Moss hasn't proven enough. Um, but they are still a Josh Allen Pass first it. team. Where you yeah, pass your digs. I'm surprised with how many passes Beasley actually had. I think just because of the defense being so good, he had to pass inside a lot. Um, but yeah. now they have even Dawson Knox, Emmanuel Sanders, Gabriel Davis. Like these are really good receivers. The only one I would trust is Diggs. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's going to get his targets. Yeah, don't look at this game as a, oh, Bills are going to have three receivers go off every game. Uh, you have a good amount. Like Gabriel Davis really is good. Beasley's not going anywhere unless he gets COVID. Uh, nah. Sanders and Diggs. Sanders can be a really good number two, too. So wait and see. Uh, wait for them to play more games to see how the trend moves. But I still just say confidently, just trust Diggs in that offense. Diggs and Allen. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, on to the next one. We got yeah, quite a bit to still go, eh? Yeah. Well, uh, Jeez. Let's hit up. Uh, let's hit, have we done, we haven't talked about the Vikings Bengals yet, have we? We have not. No. So okay, let's try it. We'll, yeah, big surprise. I, I like the Vikings minus three. The Bengals. They looked honestly. They looked bad. The O line held up. Joe Burrow didn't throw as much as uh, I thought he would. Joe Mixon getting uh, so many carries. Twenty nine carries for one hundred twenty seven yards and touchdown. Uh, but kept Burrow upright, made a lot of throws. Jamar Chase proven that, hey, I can see the football. I am going to make some catches. Him and T. Higgins both look good, catching a lot of some balls, getting both tutties. Uh, are the Bengals, is the Bengals time now, Dan? Bagel, Bengals aren't, I don't know. I think they really clicked. Don't trust anybody. I never would have guessed Jamar Chase within the first one. Proceed with caution with any of those receivers because they do have three. Boyd is still there, even though he was the odd man out that time. Don't expect that to be the case. They freaking pummeled Joe Mixon in there. 29 rushes, four targets, four catches. So, uh, uh, Centerpiece. Yeah, he's the centerpiece. 
No more Gio Bernard. And they're still putting him out there that many times. They're going to pass the ball around. Don't don't look into that at all. But I'm going to move on to the Vikings quick. Uh, watching yep. that game, I was shocked with how well the Bengals contained Cook. Is this his breakdown year? I, it looked that way to me, but I'm not going to call it that yet. He didn't play great. 20 rushes, 61 yards, one touchdown. Seven, A lot of targets. And he, even that one touchdown was, uh, I think Thielen was in, or some, like somebody was, was in. Maybe Jeff- I was going to talk about yeah, that. It looked yeah, like Jefferson. he was in. And they got did mark down at the one, and then Cook just kind of plopped in, didn't even need to do too much. So, yeah, the way they contained him, you're, you're absolutely right, Dan. 20 carries, 61 yards for an average of three. Uh, could be the breakdown year. Yeah, should not have been a should not have been his touchdown. It should have been Jefferson's. Um, but I don't know if you are someone streaming quarterbacks, yours didn't go too well. Keep a look on uh, keep looking at Cousins. Thielen went off. Jefferson did great. Someone named K. Osborne, K. J. Osborne, didn't even notice that he did that well. Um, Seven for seventy-six, maybe. Otherwise, those are their guys. Uh, those top four guys keep a look on, keep looking at them. Unfortunately, they lost their tight end, Irv, um, Irv Smith. But other than that, this is the same good offense for good fancy players there for you. Um, keep, keep throwing them out there. Absolutely. All right. I like that quick and easy on the, the Vikings Bengals. Oof. Arizona, uh, Tennessee. Wow. Okay, another game that uh, I, I thought was going to go slightly different. I I like the Tennessee Titans at home. Kind of ruined the Julio Jones uh, debut for the Titans. And even Vrabel got a little upset with him and uh, got that penalty. Uh, I can't remember what part of the, the game, but I think it was like a third down, cost them some yards, and they had to punt the ball. So uh, the Titans, Derrick Henry, didn't look great. Got bottled up. The Cardinals did a great job with that. A lot to do with Chandler Jones, his five sacks, two forced fumbles. The guy was a monster yesterday. Uh, but Tannehill's, you know, threw that one touchdown to A.J. Brown. You're probably still starting Brown and, and Julio and, and Derrick Henry. Probably, you've got to feel it's a one-off first game of the season. I, I would still start those guys with some confidence. But uh, i got to give credit where credit is due. Kyler Murray. Looked like he did before he got hurt last year. Uh, spread the ball around decent enough. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins did his thing. Uh, kind of surprised that James Conner got so many carries. I thought yeah. Chase Edmonds would would get be kind of the guy. But um, you know what? The, the whole Cardinals offense looked pretty good. And, uh, I mean, what can you say? Yeah, so Dan, take taking a look at the receiver's didn't have to pass a lot, which could be the reason for those lines, but Hawkins looked all-world. Christian Kirk was catching everything in the end zone. Uh, Rondale Moore did great. Um, I think Chase Edmonds is the... I want to say he probably played more snaps. I haven't checked. They probably probably isn't out yet. Uh, he had all the targets of all the running backs. So four, four targets, four catches for 43. Um, so I'm guessing he's the all-around guy. They just want James Conner to be the between the tackles, tackles. which I don't agree with at all. And even with such a good game script, Conner still played like dog shit, so I don't see why they're forcing it. We'll see what happens next time. It should be Edmonds. I I really like Edmonds. Yeah. All right, almost there. 
We're getting there. Let's uh, go over to the Dolphins-Patriots. Yep. Tua versus Matt Jones. Uh, that was a really, really tight game. Uh, feel feel bad a little bit for Damian Harris fumbling that ball late in the game, giving the win to the Dolphins. But, uh, you know, Tua looked pretty good making some throws and some other throws, but his, his read option into the end zone was, uh, was nice. Don't think you can really start him as a quarterback. Uh, Miles Gaskin. He ran nine times. Malcolm Brown was uh, in the mix. Uh, Ahmed was in the mix. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not too sure if you're going to be starting those guys or not. You could probably pick up those guys if you really need a, a running back off a of waiver wire. Uh, a rookie, Jalen Waddle, caught his first touchdown of his career, and Devontae Parker looked pretty good as well. Uh, so some guys keep on your wide receiver three uh, radar there. Yeah, quick thing to note. Well, first off, don't trust the Miami offense with Tua. They're a runner first. Um, too many running backs to split there. But Damian Harris fumbling at the end. Um, apparently, the coach is not pleased. So, mate, with the Patriots, that you know, they start the hot, hot hand. So, Ramondre fumbled first. Now, Damian. So, I don't know. Is it white time? We'll see. But just... Keep an eye on practice. See what happens with the Patriots if you're a Damian Harris owner. All right, so yeah, watch out you, for that. Bill, Bill is quick to throw guys in the doghouse. Yeah. Ramondre didn't see another touch after he fumbled, so that's just yeah. a little bit of proof yeah. right there. Yeah. Just with Damian Harris having 23 carries for hitting this entry mark, uh, the, I mean, the Patriots O-line is good enough that if Damian Harris is still the guy and he gets that, uh, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool, or – Shame on you, fool me twice. Shame on me. If he doesn't going forward, I think Harris is a guy you could light up as a, an easy RB two, perhaps RB one. Yeah. Um. Uh. I mean, he looked he looked good enough, and I think Mac Jones also did look good enough. Very uh, shared the load around Aguilar, White, Myers, Janu Smith, Henry. Everybody was kind of involved. He he threw it around. As you would think, the Bill Belichick offense would do with with Brady, kind of dink and dunk a little bit. Yeah, um, I think going forward, I still am a big fan of Jacoby Mayers, uh, especially in a PPR. I uh, I know his over under receptions were pretty low at like three and a half. I think he missed that once all last year. So, so if you're a PPR, Myers probably your guy. But Aguilar did look good, five receptions, seventy two yards, and that tutty. Yeah, so let's go to Denver's and Denver and Giants. Yes, Denver let's do Broncos, it. New York Giants. So Denver, so the game played out like I thought it would. If I didn't get the San Fran D, I got the Denver D because Giants are not good. I don't know why everyone thinks they're gonna be good again. Maybe Saquon's finally fully healthy, but we'll see what happens. So let's talk about Denver, Melvin Gordon. I want to say he got outplayed by Javante Williams, except for the one seventy-yard run. So that really carried him, <laughs> helped his stat yeah. sheet a lot. Um, but he did get the receptions, so for sure. it's still Melvin Gordon's spot to lose. I think at this point, too bad for Jerry Judy. He was looking like the guy. He was a good target for me in leagues too. Um, no fan. I'm actually amazed with how many targets he got when you have Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Hamler there, as well as the running backs. So 
Maybe this is his year. If you are someone that has Fants, keep keep on him. He's not a drop yet. He still looks great. So he'll have the opportunity, yeah. especially with Judy Hurt. So. Yeah, I think he's out uh, like only a high ankle sprain, thankfully. So he's going to be back this year. Yeah. But uh, it did look it looked like it broke. Uh, not a good sight if you don't want to if you're squeamish don't look at that replay I <laughs> uh, just want to shout out uh, Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater I think he's now like 23 and 2 against the spread uh, uh, on the road he's like insane so if you got uh, Teddy Bridgewater uh, or your gambler look uh, for the Broncos on the road this year it could be a hot hot hand to play <laughs> That's uh, good to know. quickly know popping that. off yeah it's, 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 that's insane Teddy Two Gloves just look, look out for that uh, and also just shout out to Sterling Shepard. It's uh, seven receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown for him. Um, Kenny Galladay got involved, but it did look like Shepard was that number one wide receiver for Danny Dimes. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Slayton also in there, too. Um, nothing is for sure there. Kyle Rudolph, wow, five targets, only got eight yards coming in for the injured Ingram. But the running game is usually their their key. Uh, Saquon has to still be hurt. Only had 10 rushes, 26 yards. Most yeah. rushing yards for them, though, Daniel Jones with the one touchdown. So not a good look. Not great. Devontae Booker against his former team didn't get to do anything either. So the stat sheet really makes this game look better for the Giants, even though it was not. For the receivers, yeah. pretty much. But absolutely, yeah. Next game, what do we got? Excellent. We got Packers Saints. Dan, I got also. We have to wrap this up in thirteen minutes or less. Just letting you know. Yeah, we got this done. <laughs> uh, two games to go. Pa- Packers Saints, a game that definitely thought was going to be probably the other way around. I cannot believe the the Packers offense was just absolutely abysmal. Rodgers did not look himself, 15-28, 133 yards with two interceptions. Uh, Devontae Adams only had five receptions for 56. Anybody else on that team did nothing. Uh, Aaron Jones did absolutely nothing. It's just, it was a, a head-scratcher for sure. Now, I don't know if that's the Saints D, because, I mean, it has been better in recent years. But you expect from the reigning MVP that you put up some points, well, at least more than three. Yeah, uh, just... It's got to be a one-off. It's got to be his preseason game because he didn't play enough, which is what I'm going to bank on because Yeah, it's, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers, so you can't. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just it, it's insane. Like, there's not even much, anything to talk about, just other than the Saints bottling them up. It's just uh, terrible from, from the Packers all around. Yeah, buy Aaron Jones low. Um, other than that, sure. Kamara went out, did a great job doing Kamara things. Yeah. Uh, I guess because they're up so much, Tony Jones got a lot of touches. The new second guy there, I dropped him in a few leagues. I shouldn't have dropped him before the season, yeah. but I had some good pickups, so it's fine. Uh, the yeah. receivers, don't look into it yet. The game was just way out of hand. We'll see who's who, but just know yeah. that Winston likes his tight ends. So my sleeper yeah, tight end, Jawan Johnson, got two touchdowns. So he could have been there for you, free agency. In a deep league. Yeah. I, I think it's a testament to this. Like, Winston threw five touchdowns. So it's, hey, he, he balled out, but only 148 yards, just kind of showing, like, the field position that the Saints were getting, how well they were running the ball. I think they had 171 yards rushing. 
So Winston didn't have to do too, too much, but uh, obviously looked good when he had to throw. Saint, hey, Saints play great at home. What can, I, what can you say? <laughs> and they were at home in Jacksonville. <laughs> in Jacksonville. <laughs> All right, final game. Final game. Let's do this. I love watching the game. Cat. I was losing my mind because I was looking at some big fancy implications. So start off with the Bears. Uh, David Montgomery, only 16 Ooh. carries, but went off. He was looking 108 sick. Yards 108 yards with a touchdown, got hurt for, I want to say, three series. I was pooping my pants, but he came back out, got a few more yards. Um, receivers. My boy Cole Komet, I had him. Uh, his over-under for receptions was only two and a half, and uh, he had a beast end of the season last year. They were really looking at him. And I felt that was going into the game this uh, this week. He ended up with five receptions for 42 yards. I think he could be a big part of this offense. Now, how much you want to trust the Bears going forward with passing, I don't know. But uh, Allen Robinson, also six receptions. A guy you got to uh, compete with. Marquise Goodwin, he showed off his speed. Uh, the Bears actually surprised me. They looked a lot better than I thought they were going to do. Their passing game, not so much for me, but uh... – they ran very well, even losing two left tackles, including Jason Peters. So that wasn't good for them. Right. Um, but Allen right. Robinson, Darnell Mooney, um, Cole Komet, f- three guys you should look at. Maybe Marquis Goodwin. Because when Fields is the quarterback, because it's going to happen. Dalton looks like dog shit. When, not if. Yeah. yeah. So who knows who their guy's going to be? That's going to matter then. Um, but the Rams, I'm very happy about Henderson. Actually, being the guy, like I thought. Honestly, I thought James Robinson was more of a sure thing, but that wasn't the case at all. So I'm happy I went with Henderson. Uh, Cooper sure. Cup. Let's let's talk about a cup, a cup of Stafford. A cup of Stafford going off and uh, getting a ton of good looks, ton of good touchdowns. Uh, he was really the guy to look for. Uh Robert Woods is going to probably have a lot more better games, but they are a sick offense. If you have Stafford, keep up with him. If you have Matt Gay, you're looking at a great kicker. Cooper Cup is his guy at the moment. Let's see if that keeps up. He should have had another touchdown down at the half-yard line, but then Henderson scored. Uh, So from me and Connor, um, I look forward to – Talking about this Monday night football game and previewing uh, our fantasy lineups for CFL and NFL this week. Uh, so I hope these insights are a good way for you to get ready for your weekly fantasy matchups. I think it's a lot more useful than just sleepers and who you should pick up. It's actually knowing what each team is doing, breaking down how they look what the trends are, that's actually what's going to help your fantasy league. So uh, shout out to you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, France, Germany, Japan, Canada, U.S. Thank you so much. Hope this helps you out. And see you next time on Couch's Corner.